Good morning. Morning. How you doing? I'm well, and yourself? Oh, well, you know, I'm up moving around. Parts seem to be functioning modestly well. Yeah, so, yeah. so uh, you've all but become a golf professional, huh? I play a lot of golf, yes. You play a lot of golf, yes. Okay. Well, hmm, not quite the same thing as being a professional, but there you go. Uh, so those of you who've tripped upon us and uh, don't know what you're listening to, we're the obvious brothers. And uh, our tag phrase is we don't know what we're doing most of the time, but we're on anchor anyway. So I'm obvious Steve. And uh, on the other end is obvious John. So obvious John, uh, where do you want to begin with uh, what might be considered a full slate of things to talk about? Since we spent uh, like 10 weeks with nothing to talk about. Uh, yeah, I mean, we've got the match that went down last week, and we've got... Holy you know, moly. Holy moly, which was highly entertaining last night. Uh, Jeopardy was had some flair, or not Jeopardy, uh, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire had some flair, so... Yeah. Uh, where do you want... Well, I guess we'll, we'll go in chronological order. You want to start with Sunday's match? Uh, I, I want to start with uh, Saturday's horse racing, John, but, uh, you know, I'm alone on that. So uh, we can talk about Sunday's match first chronologically. So you want to start with Tiger's shoes, Tom Brady's ripped pants, or uh, Tiger's putter? <laughs> I guess I wasn't really prepared to talk about any of those things. Is that right? So all the stuff that's been big on Twitter all week uh, you weren't going with, huh? No, I mean, it wasn't that big. I didn't think those were were critical moments. I thought we were going to talk about actual golf. Well, did you actually watch all the actual golf, John? I did. Okay, I guess, so? I, guess, I thought it, I was impressed oh, that, they, uh, that they played in those conditions. Oh, okay. So I was, you need to finish that sentence fairly quickly because I was wondering uh, – uh, what it was you were impressed with, but yes, it was not a, not the same ideal Sunday afternoon they had the week before in Florida, was it? No, no. Um, it was at times very windy and torrential rain. downpours. Yeah, it rained, it rained pretty hard a couple times. Yeah, you see, so. water was puddling on the greens at certain points when they were when they were putting. Um, the golf was. I mean, amateurs didn't play well. I thought Peyton played pretty good. He hit some really his iron play was was dialed in. He hit some great irons. Played the par threes really well. Um, Brady did not play well at all, um, uh, except for except for two shots he hit that were pretty pretty big. Yeah, definitely played a little better on the back nine on during the uh, the alternate shot, which was I thought. And I, I think you thought the same thing, that this was going to get ugly fast with the way Brady was playing. They were going to have to go to alternate shot. Yeah. Well, uh, but, but uh, they had made it clear the day before that Brady might be hitting a two iron off the tee on the back nine. And he did. And he, he put it in play. In fact, they played his ball more than they played Peyton's on the back nine off the tee. Yes, so, off uh, the tee. Uh, Pey Peyton uh, did not uh, – you know, you say he hit a few good iron shots, but on the back nine, they kept saying he needs to put it in place so Tiger can hit the approach shot, and he just couldn't get her done. Yeah, he he did not get it off the tee well at all. It you know, 
right. in the entire round. That was definitely his his struggle. Um, but you put an iron in his hand, you know, he, like I said, he played the par threes really well and, and hit some really good iron shots. Even when um, he was hitting Tiger's tee shot, uh, he hit some good iron shots yeah. into the green. So. Yeah, he had a couple good shots off Tiger's. And, uh, yes, it, it was uh, mildly entertaining. I, as you said, golf could have been better. Weather conditions could have been better. I mean, Bill didn't play particularly well either. Uh, uh, and uh, I'm not even sure I'd say Tiger played well. I think he got. I think Tiger. I t- think Tiger was just kind of uh, playing uh, safe on my home course mode. And, yeah, and uh, uh, yeah, he, he didn't do anything spectacular. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen him hit that many fairways in a round of golf, though, in a, in a long time. I mean, he hit almost. I think he hit every fairway. I, fairway. I think he. I think he hit every fairway. Yeah, Fair, fairways and greens. Fairways and greens. Sometimes he was. Uh, uh, a fair piece away uh, on the green, but uh, he, he seemed to know, he seemed to know the layout. He played there quite a bit before. And if you saw the pre pre interview, which lasted forever. And I don't think you were did because you were working on your game at the time. Um, mm-hmm. he, he admitted that he had played there uh, hundreds of times, uh, but never in these conditions. So uh, I'm, I'm not out on days like today, I think is what he said. Uh, who is nobody is nobody plays in that crap yeah well on the tour they will sometimes my i may maybe it's a little heavier than they would play on tour but uh just hanging around the house uh you you would not go out and practice in that really so and i was in peyton never wore any rain gear i mean he, he was in his Short sleeve shirt and shorts the entire time. Yeah, but on the other hand, he changed hats every third hole, John. So that seemed to be the only thing that he was worried about. So yeah, yeah. well, he had a he had a slew. You know, the king of commercials. He had a slew of uh, things to to advertise for. Yeah, well, yeah, he, he got his plugs in. Uh, I I don't know. He may have, did he sell us some insurance on uh, what the fourth and fifth hole at one point? So, <laughs> yeah, so. So yes, that was uh, that 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 killed a, a Sunday afternoon, and uh, and and I'm going to call it delightful. Though I, I think, as I said, um, it really wasn't a quality golf for quality conditions, but it, it was better than uh, watching a replay of a 1983 game. So uh, yeah, and it was. I thought uh, TBS and TNT did a really good job. I. I I enjoyed Charles Barkley. Yeah, Charles, Charles Barkley is usually pretty pretty funny, and he he was at the top of his game for uh, most of the day. So, and they had Justin Thomas on the course, and he did. I thought JT did pretty good. Yeah, yeah, he he did all right. He was razzing some people, including Barkley. But uh, you know, I I thought one of the great lines from Barkley uh, was the uh, uh, Tiger hit a sand shot. Uh, a long bunker shot one time and you know he hit it close enough where it looked like Peyton was going make it and there was like wow ooh, wow and Char- Charles what, what did you think of that and he says well he's a professional golfer you know it's kind of like me wanting to be impressed with an NBA player dunking I mean isn't he supposed to do that so <laughs> which is I agree yeah, in that so I mean I. yeah it's like yeah why, why is it they always act like these guys who don't do anything else for a living 
and play a game none of us understand uh, can't can't hit a shot like that on their home course. You know, he's probably practice. He knows what those bunkers are like, right? And how, how yeah. to play out of them and everything. If anybody does, so yeah, he, he's got a point. Oh yeah, I'm a, yeah. He he should hit it fairly close. Uh, he is a pro, right? So now Brady yeah. Brady or, or Manning had done that. It, it might have meant something, but yeah, there you go. And I think I think the banter back and forth between everybody was good. Um, Peyton and, and Tom and and you kind of got to see a side of Tom Brady that I think um, some people probably didn't really believe it actually existed. Yeah. You know, him having a bit of a being jovial and 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 quirky and funny and and uh, you know we got to see classic Peyton. We got you know pretty much got what we expected out of him and. Phil enjoyed yucking it up in his his moments of <laughs> yeah, and, and Tiger didn't say much anything. Yeah, so yeah, I thought one of my favorite things that Charles said was when uh, or it wasn't what Charles somebody tweeted it, and I forget who tweeted it, but um, when Phil was explaining that chip that he hit that was really real sweet, and uh, he was like, "That's exactly," and he kind of went into this like. Yeah. Uh, nerd speak about it and somebody tweeted you we've all got that one friend that you ask a, a simple question and they go into this five minute no. nerd talk about no, it no Char- charles said that he said he said okay phil, phil did that you know you, you always have this guy who's, who's who's real smart who thinks they have to explain everything for 10 minutes in minute detail and there you got it so yeah, that was i, I thought it was charles but i couldn't remember yeah, for sure yeah, he, i thought he, that he was funny on him that maybe that was Phil may have overcooked it a little bit there, but uh, it was it wasn't interesting uh, hearing him talk about what he was going to do and why he was doing it, and then he executed it on top of it, right? Rolled yeah. it up there to a few inches. So, yeah. The, well, John, we've uh, killed almost ten minutes, and we and on, on a golf match that probably uh, most of our audience doesn't give a shit about. So, uh, I think that's excellent. Well done. Okay. Yeah. So, so holy moly, last night, John. The squirrel, holy moly the was squirrel. Holy moly was classic. Is that guy goofy or what? Well, he is a squirrel. He is a, <laughs> yeah, I I don't even know where to begin with the fact that the winner of last night's holy moly competition was a guy whose nickname was a squirrel, and he embraced it, didn't he, John? He did embrace it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Because of his advanced knowledge and squirrel-like agility. Yeah, <laughs> including going across the hot dog bridge, which, yep. holy moly is all I can say. Holy moly. I, I, mm-hmm. the, the highlight of the night that pretty much was lost was, uh, we, I think that's the first hole-in-one we've seen, John. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Woman, woman, and she was going to have to do something uh, fairly athletic. Uh, uh, was she really the- the rubber ducky. That was the rubber, rubber ducky. Duck. Okay, it's a rubber ducky. She was going to have to get past the large rubber ducks that look like an automatic in the water, and she makes a hole in one. And she either, I guess, she didn't have to go through the rubber duckies. Then did she? No, no. You're you're in. You're good. Okay. So, um, but yes, that was that was, and then she lost uh, in the next round to the garbage man because of the thunder from down under on the distraction hole. Yeah, 
Is that your your stick? <laughs> You're giving us a full recap. Yeah, the, the thunder from down under, huh? Uh, which that's which it. I understand. Rob Riggle used to be in that troop. Yeah, I said it. he was that. That's my old dance troop. <laughs> yeah, his old old dance troop. Uh, and, and there was uh, the garbage man's first opponent was I, a, a dancer who kept doing flips and i'm like all these people doing flips is like what the hell are you doing man and so, she brought her own backup dancers and Brett, she did bring her own backup dancers yes uh so uh i did text you and say where do they find these people right and yeah because you know the golf course didn't have a whole lot wasn't half as uh thrilling as uh, last week's with the flamethrowers and the electric shock but uh, the people they had last night, uh, wow. That's all I can say. Just wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The people were definitely entertaining. Yeah. They were. The, uh, the word, the word poet or spoken poet. Spo- yeah. Spoken word, spoken word poet. Yeah. <laughs> spoken word poet who wasn't much of a poet, but that's not really surprising. And the garbologist. Garbologist. He was good. Uh the professional golfer, she was, you know, she the, who got beat by the hole in one. Yeah, who got beat by the hole in one. He, and she hit a good shot in there. So yeah, um, it was a, uh, it was finally highly okay. So explain it. The diving competition that had to be. <laughs> yeah, that's clearly rigged, right? Uh, yeah, clearly, yeah, clearly rigged. Yes, the the, the kid from Purdue who was actually on, a diver on the swim team. Uh, ends up getting thrown out getting when he does like a double back flip and the others are doing uh, uh, cannonballs. Uh, cannonballs or, or as Rick Riggle called it the, the preacher chair the preacher seat or whatever right uh, yeah so yeah and, and yeah that was that was funny yeah I, I wondered what the hell they were doing and you know so yeah because when they gave when they told everybody's background I was like well, this is highly a high mismatch. You know, this is there's just no way this is fair. Yeah. Well, and I wondered why any the two the two non competitive divers what what were they going to do that was going to get them any points, right? So yeah. I, I was I was waiting to see, and then, of course they don't really dive at all either one of them. So yeah, a belly flop and a preacher's chair, and then the guy actually does a dive, and it's like, no, you got zero, man. That's, uh, yeah. Yeah. Greg, yeah, and Greg Luganis and Steve Gutenberger, and then Sir Gopher, whatever, Sir Gopher, the judges. So, <laughs> and Gopher, yeah. Gopher rates everybody with nuts and acorns and peanuts, and yeah, of course, which is four according to Court Course Marshal Joe, who can't count higher than four. Yeah, right. Well, and, and it's just good to know that Steve Gutenberg's alive. You know. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they really dug deep for a, a D-lister on that one, didn't they? Yeah, well, uh, which brings us back to uh, how to be a millionaire. Uh, so can you tell me who the woman was who uh, started the show last night, the millionaire? Name's yeah, Gordon, she, I guess. Yeah, go ahead, tell me. Yeah, well, she's currently on a, a new Netflix show with um, David Spade. It's called The Wrong Misty, which is oh. it's pretty funny. Okay. Um, it's stupid funny. It's a it's a it's a happy Madison film. So 
if you don't expect dumb, yeah. stupid, raunchy humor, if you don't like that thing, then don't watch it. Yeah, but it well, is it is it is funny if you like yeah. that sort of thing. I think you said it all when you said it has David Spade in it, and uh, there there are a large number of people who already know what they they aren't going to watch once you say that. Yeah. Yeah. So she she's one of the main characters with David Spade in it. It's 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 entertaining. She's also a stand up comedian, and she's done some um, some other Netflix series. Um, you know, she's she's got kind of a niche. She's the quirky awkward friend you know so, so, so are you claiming you know who she was yeah i know who she is oh well good you, you know i was told that her claim to fame was stewart's girlfriend in big bang theory and i'm like wow does that make yeah. you famous uh, well I, I don't think that's her i mean i don't know who told you that 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 would probably be one of her we, uh, maybe her breakout roles. Are we going? Are we going to do the IMDb thing again? Just, no, no, no. We're not because this no. this week we're not going to look things up while we're doing the podcast, right? No, no. Yeah. Okay. So but anyway, she, she she was on, and uh, I don't think you watched it. Did you watch it? I did. I sped. I speed watched it. Uh huh. She did not answer a question on her own. Wow. You're right. She really didn't. No, she did. She answered the uh, the um, the Adam Sandler uncut gems one by herself. Adam Sandler uncut gems one. I don't remember an Adam Sandler uncut gems one. Yeah, the un that was her two hundred and fifty thousand dollar question on what his blinged out necklace was. Oh, and uh, because of her extensive phone usage on Instagram and, and Twitter and whatnot, she she was confident that she had seen it, many memes and, and stuff with it, and so she went with the Furby answer with no, I mean, she just, she just went for it. She's just like, final answer. I may be stupid, but I, I feel pretty good about this. And Okay. So yeah, that was the one. So it was a big one. I'll give you that one. Okay. Yeah. But, yeah, but then her dad answered the, uh, the $500,000 question, right. the for the presidents, right? Um, Which isn't, and then, isn't really that hard if you if you think at it. If, if you if you take Doctor Phil time to work it out, yeah, it's not that hard. Uh, yeah, the and I think um, um, Jimmy had had a right um, thought that maybe Jimmy Carter was the the one that might throw you off there. Which I don't yep. know why, but 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 there aren't there aren't five of anything else. No. So uh, it's not even close. So, yes, James Earl Carter. Uh, we really don't think of him as James, but there you go. So anyway, and she stood no chance of getting the million-dollar question. No. Uh, and then, neither did I. I didn't know that. I, I was I was actually going to, if I had to guess, I would have guessed. Um, oh, God, don't say it in public. The moons of Neptune was, was what I was uh, thinking. Uh, that's okay. At least you didn't go with Lavoisier's cat, so. Uh, <laughs> no, which is what she said. Yeah, uh, right. Yeah. So anyway, so so she got to the million dollar question. We got we saw it, and uh, uh, and now we moved on to Anderson Cooper, who is a pretty sharp fellow, and uh, it'll be interesting to see how well he does going forward. And then they're going to do something that I guess we're supposed to think is nifty 
Uh, he and Andy Cohen are going to change places, and Andy Cohen's going to play, and Anderson's going to be his. Right. Yeah. Right. So I guess that's so, supposed to be fun. So, so John, we we talk about this not so much for you know uh, questions and answers, but about strategy and stuff. So, would you really bring your spouse as no. the, as your? No. Well, <laughs> no. I mean, n- nothing against your spouse, but I mean, no. doesn't that doesn't that guarantee years of uh, of stuff back home? Potentially, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's yeah, you better not screw up one of these questions. But it, which was funny because Andy or uh, Anderson said uh, he said if, if I don't do well, then I'm going to sabotage Andy. Yeah, so. I'm, I'm going. Uh, yeah, I'm going. Yeah, that was pretty funny too, but. Uh, yeah, I'm like she. She brings her. Uh, Lauren brought her husband as her uh, smartest person she knows, and I'm like, oh man, I. Good luck with that when you get home, because because and the and the flip side is you, you say you can't give a wrong answer. On the other end, you're sitting there and you say, why did you do that and didn't ask me when you had the opportunity? Or if you don't trade them in, you, you're like, what are you what are you doing to me here, honey? Right. You wouldn't trade me for a 50 50. Uh, yeah. So. I, yeah. So I thought I thought that was an intriguing strategy that. uh Kids at home do not do not attempt uh, do not do not follow that kind of advice. So, well, so so John, we're we're on the uh, uh, precipice. Is that the word I'm looking for of of having uh, actual sports? Yeah, right. Yeah, it's it's, it's, uh, it's the uh, Premier League is going to play in two weeks. Well, two weeks from Tuesday, I guess. So, uh, and I think that's the first thing we're going to see, unless you're watching the German soccer league, the Bundesliga. I don't think you are, right? No, no, no. But yeah, the, the La Liga starts uh, June 11th. Yeah, and uh, Premier, Premier, and uh, so did you look at what the MLB and the Players Association have passed back and forth? Uh, no, I have not. They, they don't have an agreement. I know. It doesn't sound like, like anybody's very happy right now. No, exactly. Yeah. Which really shouldn't be a surprise because, you know, those kinds of agreements take a long time to work out that everybody thought, I don't know if anybody really thought that, you know, we'll make a proposal and you'll accept it was the way it was going to go. But, uh, yeah, uh. It is very interesting. I read a piece last night from a uh, hedge fund guy who said uh, it's an awful offer and, and kind of embarrassing because uh, the ownership wants the uh, the workers to take the hit uh, and and, uh, and take the loss of revenue. And he said that's not the way uh, businesses. That almost never work. It works that way. You know, you get you own it. You get the profits when you do well, and you suck up the deficits when it doesn't. Right. Right. But the 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 uh, MLB ownership's trying to to uh, put a lot of that off on the players. It seems. Uh, yeah, they want them, they want them to have prorated contracts and. Well, uh, yeah. 
prorated plus with a sliding scale. So the more you make, the less percentage of your original contract yeah. you make. So it sounds horrible. I don't know. When they put the, did they really think like, oh, they're going to go for this? Well, for sure. No, you know, you know how it is in negotiations. That's, you ask for too much. Yeah, it might be their starting position, knowing it'll be interesting to see what the players come back with. You, you, I, I think it would be, well, I know it would be a terrible thing if they fart around and end up not playing. So they've got to, they, at some point, they've got to come to a, 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 an agreement and actually play. So I, you know, we all know it's going to be a bit of a mess. So speaking of, yeah. speaking of messes, how about the NBA? Yeah, that's NBA, I, I find interesting and maybe. I'm a little more on board with their proposal. Well, I don't, I'm not sure they figured out exactly what they're doing yet. I, I read a piece this morning that it's not clear. Are they going to play more regular season games to get to the playoffs? Or are they going to do something funky like soccer does with pool play so you can yeah, not into the playoffs? That's what I think it's going to – I think it's going to be um, a pool play type deal well i'd be kind of annoyed if i had a uh, home court advantage at this point and uh and went into pool play and didn't come out with home court advantage well i mean yeah there's gonna have to be a sacrifice that's made on on all ends i mean you can't finish out the regular season, which I think there was what fifteen games left in the regular season. Uh, I, I kept hearing people say a month left to play, so whatever, however many you play in the last thirty days or so, so probably less than maybe, yeah, probably twice a week, right? Yeah, right. You know, fifteen, about fifteen, twelve, fifteen, whatever. But so um, there are a lot of teams in the West within striking distance of getting to a playoff spot, so. That might have been interesting, though. You know, the excitement of being the eighth seed in the West uh, is almost too much to deal with, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, but you know, I agree with you know these. There's a bunch of teams that aren't going. I mean, like, the, even the um, Golden State. You know, they basically said our season's done. I mean, right. There's no. I mean, a team that doesn't want to has absolutely nothing to play for. There's no reason for them to go out and 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 do and to play and they, potentially put and themselves they don't, in. they don't have their 18. So, right. Right. So they, they're just as happy to, to say, thank you. We'll take our draft position and mm -hmm. our number of lottery balls and go home. So that, that is the NBA has that problem about figuring out who, who ends up playing, who doesn't play. Uh, they're going to have to make some decision. I think it's pretty funky that they're going to all play at Disney World. But, uh, you know, what do I know? I guess that's a good idea. And I guess they're going to cut rosters down. I think that's that a could, done deal. But I, I, yeah, that, that could be a little scary. Well, yeah. Uh, but on the other hand, you the, the fewer people you have, involved the less possibility of somebody having COVID. So uh, I, I know, know everybody's trying to keep to a minimal number of, you know, bodies around. So, so all, the, and, all this will give us 
all kinds of, you know, baseball. Uh, and I'm just going, I'm going to be an old coot here, John. Hockey, hockey's coming back too. I was, okay. You, 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 thank you. All right. Why the hell are the NBA and, uh, and NHL playing uh, a season that's going, or whatever it's going to be in uh, late June in one place? Just because I, I guess we'll watch it because there may not be anything else on, but they really feel they have to finish the season at this point. Three months, it'll I mean, be over three months later. I mean, there'll be absolutely no momentum to it. Oh, yeah, there's, I agree. There's zero momentum. There's zero. I mean, obviously, if you're a professional athlete, you should be doing what you're supposed to be doing and keeping yourself in shape. But, um, and for a lot of guys, if, you know, the rest, who know? I mean, it's almost like a sprint to the finish, yeah. you know. Uh, but I think it's just that, I don't know. I, I feel like it, it, there's, obviously there's revenue as a factor, I think. Um, uh, yeah, TV well, money. Yeah, there is that. You've got, you've got, you know, I've heard, you know, allegedly that the NBA and NHL with their TV contracts that they're, you know, they're committed to televising a certain number of games. And so that takes a, you know, they'll take a severe hit from their, their contracts because of that. Um, so, yeah, it, it, it's all about money. I mean, that's basically, let's be honest. It's, that's what, okay. It's, it's a hundred percent about money. Okay. So, so you, you just, cause I, I'm sitting there from a competitive standpoint, I just don't care. And, and you know, three months later, I, I don't know what the teams are going to look like. You know, I don't know how to handicap teams at this point. Like you say, that well, they'll all be in shape, but who's going to be rustiest? Who's going to have people back who weren't going to be playing? And, uh, you know. Yeah, who's going to. If you're short in your roster, who are you, who are you giving up? So what does, what does that do? Uh, and if you, if you lose, I mean, if you. Scrap the season. I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I literally have no clue. I mean, but are there players that were playing on retired that were on contenders? Yeah. Um, you know that they've missed out on an opportunity. Maybe they play another year. Um, it's, yeah. you know, they're. It's weird. Yeah, I wonder. I don't know. Wonder how many of them have the COVID fifteen. Nineteen, you mean? No, fifteen. Oh, is that the new one? No, that. I, that's the number of pounds everybody's gained. Uh, oh, while, okay. While COVID stuck 15. at home, you know, infamously, all the gyms are closed, right? You can't go, you yeah. can't go work out. And based on my Twitter timeline, John, everybody's uh, working on recipes, uh, yeah. baking and cooking and, and all this. So, yeah. no, it, from early, early days, uh, people have said that the, the 15 is an yeah, the uh, the your, your upper level athletes they all have home gyms and home courts and and stuff like that to practice on. So uh, I don't you, you don't think they're doing the fifteen thing, huh? Mm-mm. No, yeah, probably probably eating the same same healthy crap they eat all the time, huh? Correct. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, that's good to know. Uh, so, and you know, not that I know we're not care but you know nascar has been on for a couple weeks now by the way fyi yeah great i just thought i'd throw that out there yeah yeah i i know i i saw some of the uh 
the interviews that uh, was it Harvick who uh, had the terrible accident right, right before the the break and uh, he was healthy enough to be back racing again and you know, that's great news yeah crazy motifoda back in a car can you you see the crash and you can't believe you can walk away from it let alone no more injury than he had you know turn turn Turn, turn, turning a, a you know what essentially is a street car into a uh, a folded uh, tin can and uh, yet somehow uh, I walk away from those things anymore so I guess that's something to be proud of in terms of engineering but it's like wow yeah the the way those cars are built now with the roll cages and the safety harnesses and mm-hmm. the you know, the neck harnesses and it is amazing that he's Yeah. Well back in the car. I mean I, good. I don't even know if I how do you get back in a car after doing that? Well, I think I could get I, mean, I, I think I, I could get back in the car whether I could drive or not is is all thing. And I definitely wouldn't be stomping the accelerator up to two hundred miles an hour or something. You know, there would be none of that. No. Right. No. The old the old butt, there, butthole would be in full pucker. There's not enough therapy and drugs to get me back in to do that uh, after a, a crash at 150 miles an hour where I, I spin like I'm in the, uh, you know, an astronaut going to the moon, you know, so. Yeah. Yeah. My entire car falls apart except for my roll yeah, cage. Yeah, yeah. It's me in the roll cage and they're prying me out, right? Uh, right. I, I don't know. I don't know what, where I was for several moments there. Yeah. So, John, there, there you go. We, we've we've hit most of the sports. I guess they they have hopes about the NFL playing and big questions about college football at this point. Uh, I guess everybody's acting like they're going to play in the fall, huh? Yeah, they're except, they've really they're Michigan, allowing except it. for Michigan. Except for Michigan. Yeah. They're letting athletes go back to student athletes go back to campus, right? Uh, I, I thought it was just virtual training. Oh, that's right, virtual workouts. Yeah. You are correct. Yeah. So, but but uh, yeah, kind of acting like we can't do without that. But uh, there there you go. So so John, it, it was an interesting horse race last Saturday. Is this sort of the point where you want to tell people we're going to talk about horse racing to finish out the pod? Yeah. Uh, if you don't want to hear about horse racing you can turn off now and thank you for listening right john (laughs) and by the way i hope this week the the uh anchor tech was better than last week's where i know you don't listen to it very often john but uh somebody told me that you were garbled for for the first five minutes and uh that did not come across to us as we were taping it did it john no it didn't no no so so Anchor sometimes does some funky things. Since, since I'm on this topic, one of the things it does is uh, you and I step on each other a lot in the, when, when you listen to it. And I'm like, we didn't do that. But there's, I don't know. There's a time lag I, thing where. Uh, I don't know. I think we interrupt each other quite a bit sometimes. Yeah, but we, we do, but. This is, you haven't finished a sentence, and I'm, uh, I'm talking over you. So oh, it, and you're, you're, already, you're already answering my question before it's yeah, finished? right. Or, or you, I, I make a joke, and you laugh before I finish the punchline. So it's, uh, it's <laughs> like, 
Wow, that's really weird. You know, uh, timing. The timing's off a little bit, but we love Anchor.fm, and uh, uh, we wanted them to keep us uh, on. Hey, John, there was a the horse race was interesting last Saturday. Okay, tell me about it. Okay, well, uh, all right. Uh, the the fun of it was that uh, Maxfield, uh, who won a significant uh, two year old race last October and looked like a star uh, had ankle surgery after that race. And this was uh, first race back, uh, Matt Wynn stakes for three-year-olds at Churchill Downs. You know, Churchill's back. Uh, is this, this is the third weekend they're running this weekend. So the second weekend, this is a big stakes race. Uh, and Maxfield had some tough competition and, and was like one-to-one, uh, you know, a big favorite. Everybody talking about, oh, we need to beat the favorite. Well, you know, here, here it comes. I come around to the, the final, almost to the turn. John and Maxfield's like eighth, right? And you're like, well, okay. maybe that's that. Maxfield has a gear. The other ones don't, okay? And so from eighth, shot around the outside of everybody and smoked them uh, by a length. Uh, and it's like, oh, I, I guess this is why this horse is special, right? Does not seem to, wow. does not seem to get off the jump very well, but um, has a gear at the end that the uh, the others uh, were, were hunting for. So it was very it was a very impressive performance and, and uh, sets him up nicely. You know the, the the announcement here. I think it was since we talked last. Belmont Stakes is going to be three weeks from three weeks from tomorrow. So, and that's is that normally the longest? No, the Preakness is the longest one, right? Well, the Bel- Belmont's the longest, and they shortened it this year to a mile and an eighth. So, uh, from a mile and a half, it usually, right? usually is a mile and a half, and now it's a mile and an eighth. So, the question is, uh, does Maxfield try and run three weeks from now? And but uh, they have a great field already in place with three of the biggest contenders already say they're going to be there. Uh, that's Tis, Tis the Law, Nadal, and uh, Charlatan, all of whom won their last big races. So we'll, you know, it looks like the Belmont's going to be an excellent race. Mile and eight is not so long that, uh, that that's going to be a big concern. And uh, it'll get us started, but it's going to be weird as hell. They're going to run June 21st and the next Triple Crown race isn't till Labor Day weekend, so uh, it'll be some jockeying will be done. Yes, so so yeah. to speak, jockeying will be done. So to speak. Yeah. yeah, good one. <laughs> yeah. I, w- I wish I planned some of those out a little better than I do. They they seem to not work as well when I plan them as they do when I don't. So. All right, John. There we go. We, we're all the way down to horse racing, which means we must be finished, right? Yes, we must, we be, must finished. be finished. Yes, uh, my son uh, texted us all that somebody was playing golf as golf course today, and I've been nice and not written back and said who. So I, um, there, there you go. There's our news, right? It's not Tony Romo. It's not Romo. It's not the Romes. No. All right, uh, we'll we'll finish with uh, your your love interest and uh, and say goodbye, John. Have a good weekend. You too. Have a great weekend, Steve.
All right. Holy moly. Holy moly. Bye.